you're fat. You so drink anyone. Maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage. Maybe you're acting too smart. You're a boss. I just don't understand why you don't have a boyfriend. I would marry you. You're a tequila lover. You're down to party. You're the Chargers. I'm not going to be a boyfriend. You're a boss. Hey, all you catches, it's your favorite single gal, Erin, who transformed in front of your eyes, got reeled in in front of your ears, and had an Oprah aha moment that changed everything. Ladies, before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bait the hook with self-love. Self-love is power bait. It helped me reel in what I believe to be a keeper, but even the best fisherwomen have to recognize when it's time to catch and release. You're tuned in to another episode of You're Such a Catch, a podcast dedicated to helping you realize the catch that you are. We do not have to be defined by our relationship status nor conform to societal norms. All we have to do is be ourselves. Last week, Dominique DeVita, transformational tantra coach and nurse, shared how we can all claim more intimacy through Tantra. She's on a mission to help you live life fully from a place of magic, love, and abundance. If you missed it, it's worth it to go back and give it a listen. Today is the 100th episode of You're Such a Catch. And I cannot think of a better episode to be attached to that number than this one. Today, I'm going to share all about my impromptu whirlwind adventure, illustrate how important it is to be open to opportunities, and possibilities because you never know when a door is going to open. And when it does, you have to be ready to walk through it. This rings true with anything, relationships, career, once in a lifetime experiences. The universe never takes what's meant to be yours. The theme of my trip and life in general. Today, we, you and me, claim our live list. And if you don't have one, you're going to draft one the second this episode ends. Before we get to it, please make sure you've subscribed on whatever podcast player you tune in on. As always, you know I love your feedback. If you have a minute to drop a rate or review, I greatly appreciate it. I recently received a five-star review on Apple Podcasts from Auntie Vivi titled, Talking About Real Things with a BFF. She says, No superficial fluff here. Erin gets downright dirty. She's not afraid to dig into the vulnerability of life not just the good stuff we share on social media. It's like calling a friend in the night. Great podcast. Y'all, this is the type of feedback that warms my heart and reminds me I'm right where I'm supposed to be. So thank you, Auntie Vivi. You're not my biological auntie, but I'd sure as heck welcome you to the fam. If you find this episode helpful, please share it on your Instagram or with a friend or someone who could benefit from the message. There's also a downloadable worksheet that corresponds with today's episode. If you want to follow along, take action, and evoke change. You may have skipped this step on past episodes, but not this time. Download the worksheet. We're drafting your live list. In fact, after it's made, take a picture or a screenshot of it and tag me at your such a catch or use the hashtag YSC live list, and I will share your list on my story. It's going to be so much fun to see what we're all living for gets me all fired up. (laughs) I'm not a fan of the term bucket list. It just has a negative connotation. Hence the reframe concept of a live list. A live list to me is a list of experiences or achievements you hope to accomplish in your lifetime. I drafted my first live list in 2014. Some of the things on that list include getting married, having children, 
writing a book and going to a game in Green Bay. Some of the items I've crossed off from that list include making a difference, buying a Louis Vuitton bag, starting my own business, and visiting Nashville. I revised and added to my list in 2019 and also in 2020. Some of the additions include going to a Super Bowl game, visiting every professional NFL stadium, sipping champagne with a man of my dreams in front of the Eiffel Tower, and flying in the lay flats on my way to Europe. Some of the items I've crossed off the revised list include buying a home in the South Bay, starting a podcast, and having nice quality hair extensions. Hello, Shirley Phyllis Crystal, and now my newest weave, Sasha. Making a live list is fun. If you can dream it, you can do it. Shoot for the stars. I think we've all had a moment in life, a friend or a family member that passes too soon, a health scare that causes us to reevaluate what's truly important. And each year on our birthday, we reflect on where we are, where we thought we'd be at that age and where we'd like to go. It's never too late to create a live list. Let's not leave anything on the table. Today is the day you commit to start living. We don't need to wait for a special occasion to wear the dress or the shoes, to splurge on the upcharge for avocado, drink from crystal glasses, and open the nice bottle of champagne. Every day we wake up and get to do this thing called life is a special occasion. You've heard me talk a lot about alignment, especially when I had an intuitive feeling my past relationship was no longer serving me. Once I closed that door, I shared how the universe brought certain people into my life, new opportunities and possibilities presented, and I experienced synchronicities that cannot be explained other than knowing in my heart they were meant for me from the universe. I'm grateful I listened to my gut and made the choice I made because I know in my heart of hearts, this is where I'm supposed to be. And the reason so many things are aligning is because I listened, acted on, and trusted my guide. The story I'm going to share today would not have happened if I was still in my relationship. I wanna make that known because I was not vibrating at a high frequency. And even if the possibility would have presented back then, I might have passed on it because my priorities were in a different place. Remember, when the door opens, you still need to walk through it and the universe never takes what's meant to be yours. Can we skip to the good part? I received a text from my high school bestie when the 49ers were headed to the playoffs. She wanted to travel with her team. We grew up in Northern California, so naturally she's a 49er fan, as is my dad. You're probably wondering why I cheer on the Chargers then, and that's a good question. It's an involved story, and you know I love a good story, but I'll save that one for later. Back in 2019, Hope met me on a whim when my team made the playoffs. I had already purchased my flight, ticket to the game, and hotel. She decided that a day before she'd hop on a plane to Baltimore to meet me. Through the magic that is the universe, she happened to get the seat right next to me in the stadium. Somehow it was still available. There's no such thing as a coincidence. I will never forget when she arrived. She texted me, I'm here. I replied, amazing. I'm at the bar drinking wine with Joey and Nick Bosa's mom. I was. I somehow happened to book the same hotel where the Chargers were staying. That weekend, we met the likes of Melvin Gordon before he was a Bronco, Keenan Allen, and Melvin Ingram before he was a Chief, and I matched with a man on Bumble who happens to be the Chargers camera guy. 
You guys, you can't make this up. What I'm getting at is we had an incredible adventure, one I didn't think could be topped until Hope had this idea. We weren't able to travel to the initial playoff game in Dallas due to a COVID exposure, but remember, the universe never takes what's meant for you. The Niners were set to play in Green Bay after Dallas, and Hope knew Green Bay was on my live list. As you heard, it made the list back in 2014 before I revised it to include all the stadiums. For fun, I'll tell you which stadiums I've crossed off my list already. I've been to Soldier Field in Chicago for the season opener, Packers-Bears matchup. I've been to the LA Coliseum where the Rams used to play, M&T Bank in Baltimore, AT&T in Dallas, Gillette in New England twice, Levi in San Francisco or Santa Clara, really, the Q, StubHub, and SoFi to watch my beloved Chargers, Estadio Azteca in Mexico City, Wembley Stadium in London, and now after this trip, Lambeau in Green Bay. And Arrowhead in Kansas City. So how did this happen? I can't wait to tell you. Hope shot me a text and said, let's go to Green Bay. And I said, let's do it. Hope and I plan in hypotheticals and are quite spontaneous, but I'm going to illustrate why there's magic in not having every detail of a trip planned. You leave room for the universe to work its magic. The opportunity presented, I decided to walk through the door. Was I prepared to travel across the country with three days notice? No. But was I willing to move the ball down the field to cross another stadium off my live list? You better believe it. From the moment I said yes, things began to fall into place. As I searched on Delta for flights, Hope had another brilliant idea. She texted, what if we hit Lambeau and then on the way home stopped in Kansas City for the Bills Chiefs game? I revised my query, adding the multi-city route, shot her a screenshot. She said, done, and we locked it in. Now, I had a lot of frequent flyer miles from my corporate days, so I called Delta to utilize what I had. We were doing this. At some point, Hope reminded me of this silver lining. She's great at recognizing the forest between the trees. She said, Aaron, you know we couldn't do this, pick up and fly across country with little to no notice if we were married or had kids. She was right. As much as I desire a marriage and a family, I am able to do things like this that I might not be able to do as easily if I did have those things in my life right now. It's all about perspective. Knowing we'd be jet-setting in less than 72 hours, I had to focus, put my head down, and do my work. So Hope volunteered to work on our wardrobe. We live in LA where it's been 70s consistently, we were headed to Green Bay, which was supposed to be a high of nine degrees, in Kansas City, which was in the 20s. We couldn't even begin to wrap our brains around those frigid temperatures. I had a bit of PTSD from one of my trips to New England, where I thought I could get away with wearing two pairs of socks with those heating packs in my Converse. I was trying to look cute, but seriously, I almost lost a toe in the process. I remember asking the guy next to me in a sea of Patriots fans, Little old me traveling alone. Sir, has anyone ever lost a toe here before? My pinky toe was frostbitten. Thankfully, I still have all 10 toes, but that was a rough one. And of course, this Christmas, when I went home to visit my folks, I brought my snow boots they had gifted me the year before. 
I couldn't fit them in my bag after Santa spoiled me, so I left them there. Who thought I would need them? Thankfully, my brother's fiance came through for the win. Santa brought us matching boots. Hers are red, mine are white, so I packed hers. Friday came and it was go time. With a suitcase full of thermals, coats, and wool socks, Hope and I met at LAX. Our first flight had a short layover in Minneapolis. God bless Delta for the upgrade to comfort. In Minneapolis, I was able to use a pass to get Hope into the Delta Lounge. If you haven't traveled and utilized the Delta Lounge, you're not living, and that alone can be added to your live list. I'll paint a little picture. All-you-can-eat snacks, usually a salad bar, soup, sandwiches, a main entree, open bar, comfy chairs, plenty of space, You're away from the hustle and bustle, and you can charge all your devices, relax, and breathe. Oh, and they have amazing bathrooms with yummy-smelling lotion. There's no other way to travel. We grabbed snacks and mimosas and started discussing whether or not we were prepared for the cold. I always have to remind myself that when I travel, you can go to a store if you need to. (laughs) When I was in college and studied abroad in London, my mom and I packed one suitcase full of tampons as if you can't find Tampax in the UK. As we discussed what Hope shipped to our hotel, I was laughing and snorting and pretty much cleared out the entire section of the Delta Lounge. What's coming to the hotel? Coming to the hotel, I have two heated hoodies Mm -hmm. that maybe will or won't work. I don't know. They better work. It had four and a half stars. It runs on battery. It's got two shoulder pad heaters. Two, kind of by your boobs, and then a big back one. I need those. <laughs> those are your all your hot stuff. I need. <laughs> you probably don't need it. <laughs> I need to shut the boob. <laughs> I just realized. I just realized those are all your hot zones. <laughs> well, I'll be doing good. <laughs> You're gonna be hot, I think. Oh my god, I can't. <clears throat> I can't help it. Of course, I made friends with a nice man who was sitting near us. We asked for advice on how to stay warm and got that as well as how to drink your drink before it freezes. Coming from the girl who almost lost her toe in Gillette, getting a piece of styrofoam seems like a great idea. Yeah. Or a cushion or just Mm. something to keep your feet. Okay. And then as far as layers go, how many? As many as you can tolerate and still get your pants down to piss when you have to go. We've we've heard about that. (laughs) No, this is what we've already been doing. Do you have advice? You're like looking like maybe you have advice about how to stay warm. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like we'll be good there. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you have to drink it before it freezes, right? I mean, that's really the only challenge with drinking there. Whiskey in a flask is better. <laughs> this is upsetting. Sure. Spicy margaritas aren't a thing now. The universe is so fun. I got bumped to comfort on the way from Minneapolis to Milwaukee. Guess who was sitting to my right? Mm-hmm. That guy. The flight felt like it was 15 minutes. We chatted the whole way about relationships, life, football, experiences. He and his wife had separated but realized over time that they wanted to work on the relationship. Their journey was beautiful, and he couldn't wait to introduce me to his wife as we deplaned. We exchanged IG handles, and I'll share a portion of the DM he sent. 
It was my absolute pleasure meeting both of you. That was to happen for some reason. If nothing else, y'all help me keep my faith in people. Your energy is uplifting. Nothing in life is a coincidence. As we made our way to the baggage claim, Hope was chatting it up with some Niner fans while I had a moment. Across the conveyor belt, I saw the most beautiful man, half of his face covered by a mask, but he was so handsome. Are they like twins or dressed exactly Ooh. alike? It's called Who's on Third. <laughs> same hat, same luggage. Are you guys identical? I think you go there. Fraternal? I think you can drink. I think they supply drinks on the bus. And identical? You go there, they take you to another bar where you can drink. And, and they're getting there early. Yeah. He was with another man. They looked like they could be twins. I was quite possibly drooling through my mask. As we walked outside to catch our Uber, I saw him looking at me through the window. So I did what anyone would do. I flashed my phone number with my hands. One number at a time. You guys, he got it. As we drove away, my phone rang, and I added this dreamboat to my contacts. Oh, look, my, bo- my boyfriend from the baggage claim texted me. Look at you. Uh-huh. Well, you, were, you just came to Milwaukee, and you got a date already, yeah? Sure uh, I do. <laughs> look at this. He knows my area code, you guys. He said, he said I caught his eyes from the jump. What does that mean? <laughs> As soon as I came back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> as soon as I grabbed my suitcase off that luggage rack, I just really, whew, you guys, I just I did really. For 20 years. I 20 years. What's, what's the secret? Let us know. Uh, my father told me three things and they've worked. Uh-huh. Yeah, what let's hear they? them. What are the three? Uh, those are for guys, not for women. Oh, well, okay. tell us anyways. We're kind of like dudes. Like Oh, well, I, well, I will listen to it. Okay. My father told me, give your wife a hug for no reason, not when you want something. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think that's solid. Right. The second thing is go out with your wife, not by yourself for too much, because even though it's easier for women to cheat on you, they think you are cheating all the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> the third okay. thing is don't let her think she is right, because she'll think you are less of a man, and it's over before you even start. Oh, wow. I feel like your dad gave you solid advice. It's not bad. Here's my my question about your marriage. Yes, ma'am. Do do you and your wife, like, do you ever feel like it's difficult or is it always easy? It's been very easy, actually. We Uh still kind of like each other Uh (laughs) some. They still like each other some. Yeah. But it's been a pretty nice ride so far. How many kids do you have? Two. Two. Okay, boy and a girl? Boy and a girl. My daughter is 17. My son is 13. Aww. We'll chat up anyone, hence our combo with our Uber driver. His dating advice was free of charge. We did give him five stars and a nice tip. Found somebody at the baggage claim. Yeah. Nobody claimed him, so you claimed him, eh? Right. I mean, <laughs> he seems nice enough. I think he has a twin brother. 
Mm. I don't really know for sure. Were they fraternal or identical? I'm no, not sure. They're sorry. definitely not identical twins. I don't think. I, I don't even think they're twins. I think you just started yelling that, that they're twins. <laughs> I did. I think you started yelling. Look at you and your twin brother. It's pro <laughs> it's probably not even his brother. It's his best friend. Have you talked to him? Uh, he has not responded to the question. If you're identical or fraternal yet, he has not responded to that. Well, you guys are right over oh, here. Oh, this is where we're at. Yeah. Oh, I'm sad we have to get out of the car already. It was <laughs> so, so quick. Here, right? <laughs> well, no, you're so nice. I mean. When we got to the hotel, we found out there wasn't any room. They overbooked. So we were given an option. We could stay and we'd be upgraded to a suite. Or we could take an Uber paid for by them down the street to stay at a different hotel that a woman whispered was a bit nicer in her opinion and both nights would be on the house free of charge. I looked at Hope and we agreed to take the free room. So we gathered our Amazon boxes that Hope had shipped and awaited the paid for Uber to our hotel, grateful to the universe. That night we went out to a brewery hoping to catch the live polka, but missed it by 15 minutes. We stayed for fried cheese curds, fish fry, and two for $10 beers. You can't beat the hospitality in Wisconsin, nor the prices. After dinner, we ventured to a bar recommended by my friend Ty. This bar was incredible. 90s hip-hop playing, a live DJ, friendly patrons, a couple of attractive men. What more could you ask for? We could have stayed all night. However, of course, I managed to pick up some guy unintentionally, and he wasn't getting the hint that we weren't interested. So we decided to call it. So what's my problem? <laughs> problem is, you're too nice. I saw that gross <laughs> coming to talk to you and I said, oh shit, we're in trouble. Because <laughs> you're too nice. And you're like, yes, let me not hurt your feelings. You know, and in fairness, women are often murdered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so. my God. I did not think he was going to murder me, but I did think like, dude, you're cock blocking my game right now. He was right. cock blocking my game. He and was, wasn't he? Oh, Did you yeah. see the man I was interested in one time after that? No. Uh, no. You're just too nice. Because, like, <laughs> I would have been like, I'm good. And then he would have been like, what a bitch, and then walked away. And instead, you're like, tell me more. Let I me did not you. say tell you, me more to him. <laughs> you're like, I'll tell you about what's going on. And he's like, let me bring my friend over. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, his gross friend now is talking. That's when I got upset is when I got involved. <laughs> And I had to talk to his gross friend. Oh, my God. It's fine. We're fine. We're Everyone's all fine. fine. Only one of us had, like, five bailings on the rocks tonight. So that's bad choice. We walked back to the hotel in the cold to practice for what we would be standing in literally for hours the following day. Rise and shine. It was game day. We got dressed, layering up. I did thermal bottoms with snow pants, two thermal tops, two pairs of wool socks, boots. I threw on my heated hoodie, stuffed a jacket in my clear bag, along with a beanie, gloves, and a handful of warmers. Hope layered up as well, adding an additional layer because she runs colder than I do. She also broke down one of the Amazon Prime boxes so that we could bring it to stand on versus standing on the cold cement. We decided we should probably purchase tickets to the game. Yes, we flew all the way to Milwaukee, without actual game tickets. But we were keeping an eye on things. The colder it got, the more the prices dropped. We committed to the 40-yard line, row four. 
If you're going to go to Green Bay, you don't want to skimp on your seat. We walked to the bar where our bus was departing. Snow covered the ground, and you could see your breath as you talked. The bar was a whole scene. Mostly Packer fans, some Niner fans. They started drinking early in Wisconsin. I was taking it all in, including the fashion. How will I ever recover? Financially and emotionally. The universe always provides. The universe provides. What's meant for me will be. The universe never takes from me it's not meant to be yours, you know? Correct. Also, a lot of Niners fans. Feeling the buzz, feeling the hype. You know what I mean? God. Looking like locals with our cardboard rolled up in the back. She's wearing crops. She's not going to go. Oh, I was like, I was like, she's she's wearing crops. Yeah. So is he. Um, or maybe they have their hair with them and they change out. Oh, that could be. Then we boarded our bus. Hope and I thought for our $100 admission, we were just getting transportation. No, it was all you can eat and drink on the bus and at the tailgate for $100. Um, what? What a deal. I definitely shotgunned a Truly on the bus for some free merch, the cutest Truly hat. You might have seen it in my Insta story. It's saved to my highlights if you missed it. And Hope had some JMO. This bus was an experience in and of itself. Think along the lines of Mexico during spring break. Steve, our hosts, walked the aisles of our bus, throwing beers to people, pouring shots down their throats. It was as if COVID wasn't a concern in the slightest. We did all of our pre-gaming on the bus and decided once we arrived, we'd tone it down. One, we wanted to remember the game, and two, we were wearing so many layers, it was going to be a real bitch to pee. My baggage claim buddy and I were still texting. Walking towards Lambo was something. We FaceTimed my parents to allow them to experience the likes of Green Bay with us. I am so glad we made this. I I am decision. I mean, I got a truly hot out of this. I'm pretty sure that like my life is made. Like, I'm not sure who else came to Green Bay and got a truly hot, but I did. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's talking about how that fucking heat wave. It's a heat wave. 23 degrees, heat wave. Before heading into the stadium, we stopped in the bathroom and put on our sleeping back suits. These were a real game changer. The women in line to use the restroom watched us add this layer with envy. Hands down, these sleeping back suits were the secret sauce to staying warm out there. I never left my seat once during the game. I was in awe. There we were, four rows up from the Niners bench at Lambeau Field as it snowed watching what could be Aaron Rodgers' last game as a Packer, Aaron Andrews reporting from the sidelines, a photographer running by in shorts, A-Rod was somewhere in the stands. My original vision of myself in Lambo was me with this rock-hard body wearing a cheese bra. I never thought I'd be there rooting for the opposite team. I was living. My dad kept texting are you even enjoying the game? It looks so cold. Oh, we were thriving. Standing on our cardboard box with our layers, our hand warmers, and sleeping bag suits, the only part of me that was cold was my exposed skin, like my face, but it wasn't bad. Oh, 
And then the unthinkable happened. What we had hoped for. The Niners won with a field goal as the time expired. We celebrated the victory with the Niner fans around us. The man in front of me hugged me so hard, my mascara that had gotten runny from the snow hitting my eyelashes ended up smearing across his jacket. I looked like Ramsey Raccoon, but no one cared. We made our way back to the bathroom to remove a layer before catching the bus. The bus vibe was very different on the way home. Most people were passed out in their seats, quiet because of the loss. Steve, our host, was still passing out shots and beers. We declined and did our best to catch some Z's on the way back to Milwaukee. We made it back to the hotel at 2.30 a.m. Our original next flight was scheduled to depart at 5.44 a.m., but it was delayed. I chatted with a Delta agent, and we changed our flight. Rather than passing through Detroit, we'd connect in Atlanta. We had to be up by 5.30 a.m. to make it, so that night when we got back to the hotel, Hope decided to pass out in some of our layers. I had to change and put on my PJs, even if it was cutting into my sleep time. When the alarm went off, we were both zombies. Hope decided she didn't want to try and stuff her boots into her bag, so she threw those on and decided to wear them on the plane. I was in my, you know, normal flight attire, my at leisure wear. We Ubered to the airport and made it to our gate in time. In Kansas City, we were going to meet up with Hope's gay bestie. He flew in the night before from Chicago. He was going to nap his tickets at some point and also grab a hotel room. Delta for the win, I got upgraded to first this leg. I was literally seat A1. I plopped down in my seat, turned on the Devil Wears Prada, and passed out. The movie is almost two hours, which is about exactly our flight time. If you can imagine, I woke up knowing the movie, it was almost over. But to my surprise, we hadn't left. We were still on the tarmac. We hadn't moved in nearly two hours. I knew we had missed our connection. I tried to text Delta customer service, but didn't make enough progress by the time we actually took off. I doubt they would have even allowed us to deplane. So we arrived in Atlanta an hour after our connection had left. We went to the customer service desk to ask for help. Things weren't looking good. Bondra, you're making us nervous. <laughs> making myself nervous. Oh, God. We have a very important game to get to. Oh, my God, I love you. We aren't opposed to a private jet and you being our pilot. We have you on standby for the two and also the standby for 438 if you don't make it on this one. Hopefully, you get it on the Well, the problem is we have tickets to the game. Right. And... That would be a real shame if that game's at 530. Right? Yeah. We were placed on standby for the next flight. Numbers 14 and 15 on the list. Seeing a lot of 22s, and when I see a lot of 22s, you know what that means? Good things are coming. Yeah, Charles, please. This one, they should be fine. I'm not going to get these two seats. I don't know why. They're trying to get to Kansas. Okay. I'm trying to get to the wicked east or the west. But I'm trying to get them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they came out of the I'm sorry. But I'm trying to see if they, well, they, they would make it, right? What, they don't stand by? Yeah, they the first two. So if you do six. They should be able to make it, right? 
I hope so. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. So just keep. Yeah, so just keep faith, hope alive at this point. That flight was set to arrive at 3.50 p.m. Our original flight was supposed to arrive at 12.30 p.m. The game was at 5.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. So we reminded ourselves that the universe never takes what's meant for you. And we enjoyed a nice lunch and then made our way over when it was time to board. When we got there, we were told she had been paging us, but we were in the restaurant, so we missed it. But she got us on the flight. I was in the emergency exit row this time, willing and able to help. Knowing we had a tight window after landing, we were prepared to hustle. We power walked a baggage claim. My bag came out, but hopes never did. Thank God she was dressed in her layers from the day before with her boots or else she would have been freezing. We caught an Uber. You guys win, you guys gonna go first time in the Super Bowl and we did four hours, four years. Uh, last 19 years, you guys did a mid Super Bowl, right? Oh, oh, the Bills? Yeah. Um, I have no idea. I mean, have they ever won a Super Bowl? No. It's really cute here too. Look at these houses, they look pretty big. Where are you guys from, Buffalo? California. Really? Yeah. We're not technically really Buffalo Bills fans either. We're just coming for the game. We're just football fans in general and hoping this is gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a good game. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. Went to the hotel, she freshened up, I changed and put on a little makeup. Then we Ubered to the stadium. Thank God for Chaz or we never would have made this all work. We made it there just as they were singing the national anthem. About the universe. Oh, it never takes from you what's meant to be yours. Amen. We were inside for kickoff and witnessed one of the best football games I've ever seen. The last two minutes where 25 points were scored, <laughs> insane. The stadium was one of the loudest I had ever been in. We sat 18 rows up from the Buffalo bench. It wasn't anywhere near as cold as Green Bay. I opted for my heated hoodie, thermals, and jeans. We saw a crazy fan rush the field and get tackled by Stefan Diggs. We were serenaded by Nellie at halftime. What more could anyone want as part of their game day experience? cloud nine leaving the stadium even though buffalo lost we witnessed two amazing games still reeling over the fact that we made it to kansas city in time for kickoff reminding ourselves that the universe never takes what's meant for you in four days we traveled almost six thousand miles i was upgraded on every flight all six of them we never paid for a hotel room we met amazing people we saw incredible football we experienced snow we were never cold. We crossed two stadiums off my live list and made memories to last a lifetime. What just happened? Well, we don't know what happened. <laughs> also, we didn't pay for a hotel in Wisconsin at all. Just crazy. Yes. We sat on the four yard line at Lambeau Field in a snowy game 
row four. Where are the 49ers upside? Green Bay. And Aaron Rodgers' last game as and a Packer. Probably Aaron Rodgers' <laughs> last game as a Packer. In the snow. In the snow. And we weren't cold at all. In sleeping bag onesies. Looking like we've prepared for this moment our entire lives. Like we knew what we were doing. Standing on a piece of cardboard like the locals. Incredible. Oh, it was incredible. And then we barely make it for kickoff. I mean, we literally walk into the stadium at kickoff for the Bills game. Then we witness the probably the, the craziest last final two minutes of football that might have ever existed. 25 points in two minutes or something. And an insane overtime. Well, I wouldn't call it insane. It ended pretty quickly once it hit overtime. But <laughs> and we saw a Nelly concert all in the middle. And we saw a really shitty phoned-in Nelly performance at halftime. Not even gonna lie. I've we left to go to the bathroom. I've, I've never. I mean, I've I've never seen somebody phone in a performance more than that Nelly halftime show. And I will admit, I've seen Mariah Carey recently, and I so I have I've seen a performance phoned in. But no, Nelly, Nelly just talked her. Cheers. Oh my goodness. Do you see why you need a live list? And this is just one experience. What lights you up? Mine is obviously football, but what's yours? It can be anything. Travel, visiting family, a museum, a national park, running a marathon, going to a particular restaurant or club, flying first class, Swimming in clear waters, drinking cocktails with umbrellas floating in them on white sands. Dream it. Write it down. Live it and let me know when you do. Life is too short to wait, to push off the things you want to see, do, and experience. Now is the time. Here are my key takeaways from today's episode. One, everyone should have a live list. Two, every day you wake up breathing is a special occasion. Treat it as such. Three, the universe never takes from you what's meant for you. Four, experiences are far richer than any material item, and the memories you make with loved ones are priceless. And lastly, the energy you bring and the way in which you engage with others can create a ripple effect. So spread joy wherever you go and make new friends along the way. We all know now that the Niners didn't make it past this round. They lost to the Rams and the Chiefs lost to the Bengals. It's a Bengals-Rams Super Bowl, and I'm still manifesting that Hope and I are there. Somehow, some way. I hope that's my next Live List experience. You'll want to continue to tune in in the upcoming weeks as more female powerhouses join me, claiming everything from healthy habits to their truth and more. I never did connect with the man I met at the baggage claim in Milwaukee, and that's okay. He instilled hope that when the time is right, I can put myself back out there and give love another shot. I already know the universe never takes away what's meant for me, even men. Ladies, I said it once and I'll say it again. Before we can reel in the catch of a lifetime, we must first bait the hook with self-love. <laughs> 